You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvicecoaching.com, and we're cruising along the seven day seduction challenge, which is now being released just a little bit before the new year, which hopefully it's something that you can start whether right before the new year or if you're listening to this in the way future, starting it as soon as possible. That's really the theme, I would believe, here besides seduction, of course, in terms of this challenge, because I want to give you action items that are easy enough to start right away, but also challenge you a little bit so you can actually do the things that you need to do to get results, right? That's what it takes. That's why I'm giving you this challenge. And it is something that I really, I would push you if you're listening to this today, especially if you're on day four here, that you just do it. You just do it. You make it happen. I've been watching a lot of uh, YouTube videos done by these viral creators. It's inspiring me. I'm trying to make some of that content on my own. And that content, I mean, on YouTube, not necessarily viral content here on the podcast. One thing that's really taught me, and I think it was, it was one of the inspirations for creating this seven day seduction challenge is just being able to make shit happen. Like that is what these YouTubers who go viral, Mr. Beast, if you don't know who Mr. Beast is, he's the number one YouTuber. He's got 200 million subscribers plus, and he produces these crazy videos and he just makes should happen. He makes it happen. He figures out a way and uh, watched an interview with him. And he said that he doesn't really take no for an answer. And he believes that is one of the areas of being successful is not taking no for an answer when you're trying to accomplish something, right? So I can give you some tips today. And there's, you know, there's a way that you can make an excuse. You could say, oh, well, I can't do that. I'm not able to do that. That's not something I'm going to do or can do or whatever. But then there's the other way of looking at it in the sense where you're like, you know what? What if I just pushed myself a little bit harder? What if I just figured it out and didn't get lazy, even though this is an easy time of year to get lazy because this is being released at a uh, juncture where people like to relax and holidays and, and take time off. And I get it. I get it. We, we, we all, we all need our time off, but I don't know when it comes to personal development, I like to think that that is something that should be sticking with you, you know, that you should be always working towards being a better you. Of course, that doesn't mean you can't take time to relax, but at least taking time to work on yourself. And even when it's hard, you do it anyway. So that's one of the themes here. And the theme for today or the topic of today is grooming. So we're day four grooming. I know that the past couple of days, if you accomplish them, were a little bit more tough. We really had to push you outside your comfort zone. Here, we're not going to do that too much in terms of the comfort zone. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. It depends. It depends what your situation is with grooming. You know, some people... Maybe you have this intact, maybe you're good, and this is just not an area where you need to focus on. But I know that there's going to be a lot of you that are going to need to to do this, to, to make something happen here. And even if you think that you have it all down when it comes to grooming, I still want to push you a little bit further to do something that maybe you haven't done before. So one of the things when it comes to grooming is making sure that you're working with experts. I highly recommend that. When it comes to grooming, work with experts because there are things that you think may look good. And then a person who is an expert in grooming, a hairstylist and someone who understands how 
hair and the shape of your face all work together and how long your sideburns need to be and and beard trim and beard length and where you're actually creating the beard on your face like all these little intricate details you might not be able to know and sometimes it's hard to even know because when you're looking at yourself in the mirror you can't get a full picture but when you have an expert there who's really analyzing analyzing and seeing it could look a lot better i'll give you an example just very recently of something that happened with me i went to my stylist who, who i always go to every about three weeks so we have every three weeks something in the books because i want to make sure that my hair is always at a specific length that's one of the things that i've done to make sure that that um you know it, it it looks good i remember years before i would just get a haircut and then not think about it and then go oh i think i need a haircut and then try to make an appointment and or just go into a place that wasn't that good just so i can get a haircut and it wouldn't be a good haircut so i actually have a person who i go to where i book weeks in advance so i have always something on the calendar i never have to think about it but i was there the the other month this was a couple months ago and he said can i give you some thoughts on your sideburns and i said sure thinking I was always doing it right. He goes, they're a little long. And it's funny because if you ever look at my YouTube videos, you'll notice like they're not that long to the unseen, you know, to the naked eye. You just wouldn't be able to maybe tell, but he's like, they're a little bit long. And I'm like, oh yeah, like I like to keep them like a little long, like just like a little bit, like past a certain part of my ear. He goes, it just doesn't look good. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, you think it looks good, but I'm telling you it doesn't for the type of haircut that you're doing. You don't want it too long. And I said, okay, listen, I trust you. Just do whatever you got to do. And he took it up a little bit and it was a little bit out of my comfort zone because I never had it that short. But then like a couple of weeks went by and maybe even like a month and a half went by and it just kind of hit me. I started looking at it and I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. That does look a lot better. And little things like that can make or break just how you look, right? And and how you are giving off on your first impression. So this is not going to be all about sideburns. I'm not going to be teaching you about sideburns on, on today's challenge. It's more about you going and investing in yourself and hiring a stylist who knows what they're doing. So in your city, I would try to look for, and this is where... I know this might be like a funny way to look for who's going to be a good stylist, but it's the only way I've been able to realize how I can teach this to as many people as possible. And it really comes down to how much you're spending. Now, I know that there's exceptions. You can go to a place and spend a lot of money and they give you a shitty haircut. I understand that. But I'd say that the more you spend on a haircut, of course, there's a limit, but the more you spend the more chances you're going to be with someone who really understands and actually takes a lot of care into what you look like. They know you're spending a lot of money, especially for a guy, and they're not just trying to get you in and out like super cuts or one of those kind of cheaper places, and they're going to take their time. And also, you can, you can demand more in a sense, and you should demand more. When you're paying someone a lot of money, you should demand more out of the service, out of the product, whatever it is. So if you're going to a place, for example, and you're spending 50 bucks, maybe even like 75, 80 bucks, I personally, with tip included, I spend 90 when I go. And so if you're going to spend upwards of 75, 90, maybe even $100, you can get really specific with them. You can tell them you know, exactly what you're looking for. You can sit down, you can say, hey, I'm upgrading. 
how I'm trying to groom myself. And the reason why I'm here is because I want just like the best advice to what is going to look best on me for hair length, for sideburn length, for stubble length. I want to make sure this is all optimized and looking the best. Like you can say that and go in there and say that. And that person should be like, well, you've come to the right place. Absolutely. Like, let's do this. And they should respect that. And that's the whole thing. So the idea here is, I know this is a funny tip, like just spend more money, but that is what I found to be one of the better ways. Like, yeah, you can go to like Floyd's, you know, which is like one step up from Supercuts, where I think you're spending maybe like 30 bucks or 25 bucks. And you know, you might get one woman who just does it really well. And I I had that one time. One time I went to this uh, one woman and I went to Floyd's for many years when I lived in California and she just knocked it out of the park every time. And I, I think I got lucky though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I got lucky. I think it's less luck when you're able to find a stylist at a salon where they're taking things very seriously. And I want that. I want that out of one of the most important things to how you're going to be attracting more women. It's how you look. Like it's everything. The way that you are shaping your beard and your hair and how it's all looking on your face is going to really make, I mean, if you ever like watch Queer Eye or if you watch any of these makeover shows, it is just wild how attractive, more attractive a man can be when they're able to do the grooming properly. It's just crazy. And I want that for you. And I want you to be open-minded to having a little bit of a new look, even if it feels, again, out of your comfort zone. Because I know for a lot of you, it's going to be that way. And for those of you who are listening to this because you just like to get the advice, but you know, like in the back of your mind, no, I think I'm good. I'm not going to do anything much. I urge you also, even if you have that one person that you go to and you think you look good because you've been going there for years, try going to another place that's just a little bit more pricey and see what they say. Because again, I learned something about my sideburns that I realized they were too long and it looks significantly better taking it up that half inch or, 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 or centimeter or whatever it was that we, that we took it up. Like you're just, you're, I wouldn't hear that from someone at Floyd's or wherever, you know, again, I know there's exceptions. I don't want to go into the exceptions, but more of the rule and when you're doing something where you are working with someone who knows what they're talking about because they've not only been doing it for years, but they're paid to really take it seriously, it's going to be in your benefit. So that's really the big thing here is I want you to go to a stylist. I want you to make an appointment now and it might take a little bit. You know, you might have to go to Google and look up salons and hairstylists, you might have to go to a place where it's like more women go to, but then, cause there's a lot of those for women because women do a lot with their hair and they spend a lot of money on their hair. So you might want to even look at some of those places that seem like it's mostly for women, but then they do still take guys, you know, call them up, ask them how much it costs. And I would say the minimum spend here so it's up to you how much you want to spend. If you want to spend a lot, you can spend a lot. I think it, there, there's diminishing returns, right? I think you get to one point where it's like, okay, well, after like 150 bucks, I don't know how much better your haircut's going to get. But the minimum is I'm going to throw out $50 at you, okay? Not including tip. Not including tip. So $50. If you live in a place where you're like, I don't have any place I can go to that's 
that's within an hour of where I live that I can find a place like that, then just go to the nicest place in your town that you can and do your absolute best. But for a lot of you who live in major cities or suburbs, this should not be too hard for you to find. And I want you to spend a minimum of $50. And you know what? I'll tell you what, just do it a couple times. If you're like, wow, that's outside of my budget and I really can't afford that right now or something like that, you can spend 50 bucks. I know you can find $50 somewhere or, you know, with tip, you know, what's that going to be? I don't know, 60 bucks, maybe even $10 tip, you know, 60 bucks to just get a haircut and just see what happens and do it a couple times because maybe you go and you go, wow, you know what? This was a great experience. And I think I do look a lot better. And then you somehow magically find a way to go every, you know, three, four, five weeks, whatever it is. And you're glad you did it because you pushed yourself out of your comfort zone that one time. Okay, so let's do that. Let's do that for day four is let the experts handle your grooming, find a place, minimum $50, not including tip, see what you can do and be open-minded. Sit in that chair and say, hey, do your best. Make me look my most attractive. They're going to appreciate that. They really will. I know that sounds funny. I even, I give that advice a lot to guys who want to get better with their style and I don't have a specific seduction day here where we're talking about style, I guess we can kind of rope it in now. It's like, if you want to look your best, you know, go to a place where there are stylists there, but you can even go to some of your more casual clothes places. Like if you go to Zara, H&M, you can really just find anyone and be like, Hey, listen, find a girl specifically and say, I'm just trying to look my most attractive. Help me pick out some clothes. You can totally do that. So really, that's what this is about, finding the people who know what they are doing. And why is this part of the seven-day seduction challenge? Why are we doing that? Because, of course, there's got to be some area of looking good, right? We've talked about goals and confidence and conversation where you're going to have the behaviors that are attractive, but you also want to look your best. You want to look your best, okay? So that's what we're doing here. Have those outer qualities taken care of. Do not forget in the show notes, you can go and check out the 17 minute approach that I do. In fact, you can check that out. And if you zoom in a little bit, you can see my grooming. You can see how, how I put myself together that day with my style and with my haircut and with my beard, right? So you can see how it all looks there, but also, of course, you can learn and see how the approach does. And it's really one of my favorite approaches uh, just because there's so much to learn there. It's long and I go into all these different elements of starting the conversation versus flirting versus regular conversation, continuing conversation. Check that out. It's free and it gets you on my email list so you can get even more advice. This is day four of the seven day seduction challenge and next up is online. So wait to see what we give you there. Go and grab a new stylist, search it, get it. It's going to help you. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.